Hey everybody, I am Dee Dee LaFrac. This is your daily unfiltered, uncensored podcast from the downtown Tenderloin district of San Francisco. It's San Francisco Dam. Of course, I appreciate all subscribers and please do subscribe if you haven't and all new listeners. Thank you very much for your consideration. This is your podcast for Sunday, June 28th, 2020. We have our June-July gloom in San Francisco where if you were to come to town, uh, yesterday, Saturday was very gloomy. It's trench coat weather or fake fur weather. Of course, you need a hat, you need a scarf, you need a hoodie. Don't wear a black hoodie unless it is for the San Francisco Giants. Just giving you some fashion tips. So, y'all, phew. I'm happy to do this daily podcast. It's beneficial for me. I consider it a form of therapy, and it's also documenting what I see happening in San Francisco and my neighborhood, which is the Tenderloin. It's a very dense neighborhood of populations, 20,000. It's the most uh, racially diverse neighborhood in San Francisco, Asians, Hispanics, whites, blacks, immigrant families, many different types of Asians. Unfortunately, the Tenderloin has been ground zero for San Francisco's crime and junkie containment zone. Now, if this is your first time listening to any of my podcasts, I do not soft soap the, quote, homeless, unquote, uh, issues in San Francisco. What the uh, Marxists will brainwash you to believe is that the majority of the people on the streets of San Francisco are just decent, hardworking, gosh-shuck citizens who lost their housings. That is a myth, also known as a lie. Uh, Seven out of ten people on the streets of San Francisco are hardcore junkies. Yeah, some of them got displaced from single-room occupancy hotels during shelter-in-place, social distancing. They weren't allowed to crash. They were barely hanging in, like, you know, sofa surfing. They got kicked out of apartments. And, of course, we have many junkies and losers from all over America coming to the sucker-soft city of San Francisco and the revolving open door of social services. Now, I really do recommend that you check out San Francisco Dam on Twitter. It is a cornucopia of information. The people that I follow are quite intelligent. Uh... Some of them are in politics. A lot of them share their perspective, which is different than mine, yet similar, because San Francisco is uh, going through a tenderloinification. Yeah, tenderloinification. Since Shelter-in-Place started March 16th or 17th, Uh, 2020, Mayor London Breed has given these junkies permission basically to terrorize neighborhoods. It is like a virus, y'all. There are photographs on the Twitter page that you can see. My website's coming soon. Of um, These junkies just taking over. And when you have a junkie tent, for those of you who are in a cushy spot that is safe and you're not... Um, in an urban area where there are a lot of drug addicts on the street, it is horrible because the junkies 
pretend like they're paying rent on their swatch of a sidewalk. They build these big tents. A lot of them are on methamphetamine, breaking bad. And you know, that makes people like Tweaky. They steal bikes, the criminalization of the neighborhood, of the stores. Now that has infested great deals of San Francisco now. And I'm predicting the longer that shelter in place continues, the longer the mayor allows any junkie to bring a tent and pitch it anywhere in San Francisco, larger and larger portions of San Francisco will have their tenderloinification. You can see this yourself by checking out an app. It's called SF311. You will see citizens losing their minds, reporting encampments, graffiti, feces, needles, stark raving lunatics. This is this is a bad now. I um do say on the Twitter and I'm saying here now, this is the city that City Hall wants. The way San Francisco has degenerated, this is what the people in charge want. There is no other way to say it because they're the ones with the power. Now, when people in power don't use their power, it's because they don't want to use their power for good. It is, um, whenever I pause like this, I'm shaking my head. I have accepted that. I've already told you guys that my life here is a big ball of yarn. Uh, I have to unravel strings, untie strings. It'll be adios for me. I'll let you know when that's going to happen. I've already accepted it in my mind. I thought I'd be able to retire here in San Francisco the way the city has degenerated. And the mayor is, there's not going to, the mayor won't be able to be voted out until the year 2023. I am politically independent and I do know that we need law and order in San Francisco. The Marxism is just going to run and ruin the city further. They want to share resources with the less people who consider like oh, the most vulnerable. Huh? I've already demystified that with a podcast. The most vulnerable in San Francisco are not these hardcore, notorious junkies who many are sex offenders, rapists, uh, thugs, uh, stick up boys. Um, the most vulnerable are seniors children, disabled, and women. Those are the most vulnerable people in San Francisco. Now, the tenderloinification of San Francisco, it's interesting for me to see because I have lived in a neighborhood, not my street per se, but parts of the tenderloin are quite horrible. I've lived in a district where it's been allowed, and now since shelter and place, and especially since uh, the wonderful angels at UC Hastings Law, a law college in the middle of the junkie and dealer zone in the Tenderloin. They are located Hyde at McAllister Street. They balled up, they bossed up, and they sued. Yeah, I love these people so much. They sued the city of San Francisco for the deplorable, and that is quotation marks, honeys, for the deplorable conditions of the Tenderloin. They sued the city May 4th, 2020. The city settled with Hastings Law uh, June 11th, 
and started removing tents, they the, the settlement is they will remove 300 tents. If you can visualize a small area, San Francisco is a small city, only seven miles by seven miles, a small, dense neighborhood with over 500 tents, most of them inhabited by a grouchy junkies. Can you imagine what that's like if you're an immigrant family, you're a single mom, you're a hipster artist, you're a sexist womanist bohemian trophy widow like myself. Can you imagine living in those conditions? You you hope and you, you keep wondering when is the city going to do something about it? Well, they only started removing the tents because UC Hastings chose to represent themselves, some businesses, and some citizens, but they covered me as a Tenderloin citizen, so I will forever be grateful to UC Hastings Law, forever grateful. And I get misty when I think about what they did, because nobody else did that. So everybody, the Tenderloinification of San Francisco is here. Uh, Junkies are fighting, acting wacky in the marina, an elite enclave, they're Pitching tents in the Pacific Heights area, another enclave. They're going wacky way out in the avenues, the sleepy bedroom community of the rich men. Um, Upper Haight is dissolved into squalor. They have a, quote, safe sleeping area, which I call a drug refugee camp. And the longer that shelter in place goes on, And the longer these junkies are allowed to come and pitch tents in San Francisco, and they're just streaming in, the more the city of San Francisco will experience the tenderloinification of junkies running and ruining the streets. All I can do is share it with you guys, and thank you for listening. Hey, guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco, damn.